Hey there, and welcome to Hochma and Coffee. I hope that you had a great la- oh, great last week, a great week last week, considering Christ. You know, as we exhorted you to in our last episode, we're here again, both Jonah and myself, to talk about our next couple verses. Uh, and but remember that these verses are connected to the verses that came before it. And so last week he started his argument about considering Christ. And we're still carrying that forward as we look at these next verses. And so I'm going to read these verses and then we're going to jump into uh, explaining it and giving us a chokhmah principle to walk away with. And so let's look at verse two. It says, who was faithful to him that appointed him as also Moses was faithful in all his house. For this man was counted worthy of more glory than Moses, inasmuch as he who hath builded the house hath more honor than the house. For every house is builded by some man, but he that built all things is God. And Moses verily was faithful in all his house as a servant for a testimony of those things which were to be spoken after, but Christ as a son over his own house whose house we are, or are we, if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm unto the end. And so these are the verses that we'll be discussing today. And so Jonah, welcome again to the podcast. Thanks, Thanks. For, for helping us out. Yeah. Uh, we're going to jump right into your notes that we have here. And this is all under the Consider Christ heading. As I'm looking at your notes, this is all of us going further in our consideration would you say that or how would you describe this um if because we are continuing there was definitely no period after verse one um we are just continuing uh from verse one consider the apostle and high priest of our profession christ jesus who was faithful so we are still in the same exact sentence Mm. uh, still considering the same person they're now just uh this penman uh was is now just uh simply describing and identifying who Christ Jesus is and giving more uh, attributes and for us to consider characteristics. Yeah, for sure. It's like consider him and let's, let's consider him together. Basically let's walk along and consider him. So consider Christ who was, and the big thing that we see first is that faithfulness and you have here faithful to the father. Now show us why you say it that way. According to the text says who was faithful to him. It doesn't say to the father or to God, but it says to him that appointed him. Mm. Uh, We could go to uh, several verses, but the one of the most common verses is that just uh, even non-believers know John 3 16 for God. So loved the world that he sent. Uh, And I wasn't planning on going this, but that's a little bit of a piece of why the penman called him the apostle. Apostle simply means sent one. Um, But yeah, God appointed Christ to come to earth for a purpose. um, And that was to seek and save that which is lost. And we even see that in John 17, 17, when he says, I finished the work that you sent me to do. It's done. I did it. I established the church. He obviously hasn't finished redemption yet, but he set, he established the church that God wanted him to establish. And so, yeah, he was a sent one. He was an apostle. Sorry, I cut you off. Yeah, no, you're good. And so that's why, um, yeah, he was faithful to the father, faithful to him that appointed him. And so 
a little bit of application before we keep moving forward. He, yeah, he was faithful in all things. Christ was perfect in every area of his life. Uh, the big things and the small things he taught that he who is faithful in the least will be faithful in much. And so uh, as he taught that, yeah, he lived that as well. He was faithful uh, to the father um, in all things. And that's what we ought to strive for as we are considering Christ. Yeah. Be faithful in the big things and the small things. God cares about it all. It's huge. And and, and I, we were talking before we started recording about faithfulness. And I love looking for repeating words. And if you are just getting started in Bible study, I would encourage you to make this a habit. As you're reading the Bible, mark repeating words. They're so important. They're repeated for a reason. And even if you're reading on and it's not the same word, but it's a like a, an exploration of the phrase, I'd encourage you to mark it. And so we have here two times in verse two, he says faithful. One time in verse number five, he says faithful. And then we also have that same faithfulness implied in verse six, because he's contrasting Christ in Moses and Moses was faithful, but Christ as a son, it's just implying the same thing. He was faithful over his own house. And then it says whose house we are if we hold fast the confidence and rejoicing of the hope firm into the end, saying we should be faithful too. (laughs) Faithfulness is evidently very important Mm -hmm. to God. Like it just... It, one, two, three, four, five, at least four or five times the, the idea of faithfulness comes across in these verses. And so I love what you're saying. Christ was faithful and so should we be because faithfulness is so important. And I think that that faithfulness leads us to our next truth is that that faithfulness is, is something that made him more worthy. And so the next note you have is Jesus is greater than Moses. And could you read verse three for us and then kind of expound why you have that there? Yeah, it says, for this man, uh, referring back to Jesus, as we're going to see, for this man was counted worthy of more glory than Moses, inasmuch as he who hath built the house hath more honor than the house. And so, yeah, Jesus, as we can see, is greater than Moses. He is worthy of more glory than Moses, as verse 3 says. Uh, Very simple. Uh, As we were talking uh, previously, uh, before we hit the record button, um, you brought up the fact that when uh, Moses went up into the mount, man, when he came back down, his face shone. Uh, And he was reflecting the glory of God since he was so close and he was uh, talking with God. And the people said, put a veil over your face. Uh, It was frightening. And um, And so Moses's glory was derived, whereas Jesus's glory is inherent. Exactly. And so this man, Jesus, is counted worthy of more glory uh, than Moses. Because he builded the house. He is the creator. Mm-hmm. Whereas the house, you know, he has to get his glory from the builder. And I love it. I'm looking at your notes here. And uh, this is this is awesome. And so Jonah has written here, we don't give awards to the painting, to the book, or even to the movie. We give it to the painter, the author, the actor, or the director. And I love that because it puts it in our vernacular. What I believe the author was trying to say here. For sure. He's like, hey. You, you know, the builder of the house gets more honor than the house. And yeah. that's so true. And I love that because it's showing us Jesus is greater than Moses. Now, before we're not going to keep going on in the notes yet, but why do you think just in context here that he's trying to make this argument in the book of Hebrews, like that Jesus is greater than Moses? 
there even when Jesus walked uh, on earth in his earthly ministry, uh, there were a lot of religious folk who put a lot of weight and it's good to put a lot of weight on the prophets and Moses and all these patriarchs of the Jew, the Jewish history. And so they would read the law of Moses and all that. And when Jesus came on the scene, they said, you're breaking the Sabbath. You're breaking this law that Moses wrote. And didn't Moses write the bill of divorcement? And now Jesus, he's saying, you guys are missing the picture. I am greater than Moses. He was pointing towards me and all these things. And you are having so much attention on Moses who is trying to point you towards me. And so I believe this is what the penman is trying to get at. Jesus is greater than Moses. And I, I also think that because this is written to Hebrews, For sure. you know, to the Jewish people, Moses was the guy, you know, it was the man. Mm -hmm. he, he wrote the law, right? The Torah, the one that they were supposed to meditate in day and night. And many of the Christians at that time were Jewish. You know, yeah. they were Jewish people who believed that Jesus was that Messiah. They would be pressured to return, like to go back to the old ways. And yeah. they would have been told by their parents, well, Moses said this. Moses said that, don't you remember in the law and the Torah? And it would have been a big draw. Like I got to go back. You know, maybe Jesus wasn't as important as Moses. And this author, whoever it was, was saying, no, 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 no. You're not yeah. getting it. Jesus is greater. Moses is great. He was, mm -hmm. he was worthy of glory, you know, yeah. it says, but Jesus is worthy of more glory. And he gives a solid reason because yeah. he's the builder. Moses is the bill did. It brings me back. And we talked about this briefly as well. Um, the Mount of Transfiguration. Moses yeah. is important. He was there with Elias or Elijah. And uh, yeah, two amazing uh, men in the Old Testament. And when Peter, he, it's funny when you read it, he says, we should make a tabernacle for you and for Moses and Elias. And then the verse after he says, he said that because he didn't even know what to say. <laughs> and so he's just shocked. He's like, what did we just see? And then, yeah, we hear the father say, hey, this is my beloved son. Hear him. Mm. It wasn't about Moses. It wasn't about Elias. It's about Jesus. They're important, but Jesus is greater than anyone. And it's so cool. A little bit of a nerd note. Uh, when we were talking about Moses, Moses even knew that there was coming someone greater than himself. Yeah. You can read in Deuteronomy that he tells us there's coming a prophet after me who is like unto me, him shall ye hear. And then I do believe Jesus, uh, God was referencing that. Like He's like, you know, it's not about Moses. It's not yeah. about Elijah. Moses told you there's coming somebody that you need to hear. He says, this is my beloved son here him. And yeah. I think that that is a cry, not just for Jewish people to realize, but for Christians to realize that Jesus is worthy of all of our worship, all of our glory, because God honors those who honor the son. And so if you're here and you're like, I, I really honor the father, don't really honor the son too much. Realize this. If you dishonor the son, you dishonor the father. God wants you to worship Jesus. He wants you to love Jesus. Hence, the author of Hebrews is saying, consider him. He's worthy of your consideration. He's worthy of your glory. And so we have here, he's faithful to the father. 
He's greater than Moses. And then the last thing you have is he's just greater. He's just greater. And so I think you probably got that from verse six. So if you want to read that and then elaborate on it before we close. Yeah. So we'll start uh, in verse five and work our way to six. And Moses, Moses verily was faithful in all his house. And then it says as a servant for testimony of those things which were to be spoken after. But Christ, not as a servant, but as a son over his own house, whose house we are, or are we, sorry, if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm unto the end. And so we can see, yeah, Christ was, even though, yes, the Philippians, I believe, chapter two, it says, let this mind being you as, which was also in Christ Jesus. Yeah, who he, he became a servant. But he's also a son. He is the heir. As you were saying, um, you were talking about Eleazar and, and Moses. Before, before the podcast. I'm sorry. Don't want to confuse you guys. But Eleazar, he was a servant, but he had no authority over what happened in the house. But when we have Christ, who is the son, he is the heir of God. He is God himself. He even claimed, I and my father are one. He is greater than Moses, who was a servant in his house, but Christ is a son over his own house. His name is above all names. Um, if you think about Moses, and it's amazing, just the grace of God, uh, because we read God is giving Moses a lot of credit. He's saying he was faithful, he's faithful, and he's likening him unto Christ. But obviously he's saying Christ is better. But many of times we think, oh, man, Moses, he made his mistakes. He had flaws. He even didn't even get to go into the promised land because of the mistakes he made. And yet Christ is saying, hey, my grace is sufficient. I, uh, I'm still being gracious to him. But that's why Christ is even greater. Christ didn't have any flaws. He is greater than even the greatest men. I heard a quote that went like this. The best of men are still just men at best. That's the and truth. so. Christ was, he was 100% man, but he was also, yes, 100% God. He is simply greater than all. And that's why he's worthy of our consideration. And so last week we encouraged you to consider him, to take time. And I think that our, our plea, our, our challenge would be the same this week is to consider Christ again, but even greater than we did last week. And you're like, well, that's, that's impossible. Friend, we will never truly see Christ as greatly as he should be seen until we see him face to face. And so every week we can consider him in a greater way, in a greater fashion. Uh, the psalmist told us to magnify him. That means to enlarge our view of God, to enlarge our view of Christ. And if you're here and you think, man, I don't think I can see him any greater. Ask God, Lord, help me to see Christ even greater than I already do. Help me to see him more accurately because he's worthy of more glory than any other man, even Moses. And so may we glorify him and then may we be faithful as Jesus was faithful and as Moses was faithful. And so that concludes our episode for this week. I hope that you guys have a wonderful week. Stay close to God. Keep studying your word. Keep acting in a manner that is worthy of the calling that God has put on your life. And we'll talk to you, Lord willing, next week.